Create an Unstoppable Life, Episode 93, Creating Conviction. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Welcome back. I'm honored you're here for another adventure in mindset. Smile. It takes a lot of courage to come back week after week, to think about your thinking, to want more for your life, to sit in the discomfort with the awareness of where your mind wants to take you and deciding if you want to follow. It's not easy. Most people aren't doing it. And I'm glad you're here. In many episodes, we cover how to get out of our own way where we're stuck, how we got there, how to move beyond. But today, we're going in a new direction. We're talking about creating something new for our life, simply because we want to, creating conviction. And here's the definition of conviction. It's going to be the premise for this episode. The definition is a firmly held belief or opinion. So I'm asked a lot, how am I supposed to believe that? It would be amazing if I could believe that, but I can't. That's the statement that comes after the question. So let's just throw out these examples. How am I supposed to believe I can be a successful business owner? Or I can be a millionaire? Or I can run a marathon? Or I can reduce the number of hours I work? Those things for many people seem unbelievable, unreachable. But that's not what we're focused on today. Today we're focused on creating conviction to have the statements, to create the statements that we believe in, to start that process and to deepen them. Statements that sound like I can, we can, it will be, what matters is, I want, this will happen, that kind of stuff. We're creating new beliefs, positive beliefs for the future and the process not intuitive and usually not easy. Because how we function as humans relies a lot on the past and on other people. So our experiences from the past, and that might either support or reject a new belief. And then what others have accomplished, the same thing. It may support a new belief, it may reject a a new belief. And here are examples. So let's say I want to start an MBA program. And the belief is that I can be accepted and I can complete it. If I reach into my past, I can say, you know what? I went to medical school and finished that, so there's a good chance. It's highly likely that I can finish this MBA program. That's an example of reaching into the past, finding something helpful to start the belief and build the belief. We can reach into the past and find something that's unhelpful, which is, you know, I started that once and I I didn't succeed. I don't think I can. I don't think I can start again, and I don't think I can finish it. That might be another example of something that is taken from the past, applied to now, but this time it diminishes a belief that we want to create. Now, looking at the role that others play, when we rely on what others have accomplished and we see ourselves as similar or different, that may help fuel belief, but it also may kick out a belief that we want to create. So other people have become doctors, maybe I can too. Other people have done fill in the blank, maybe I can too. 
And it can also work the other way. Well, no one in my family has become a doctor. I doubt I will. I doubt I can. No one has done this before. I doubt I will or can. Belief or disbelief based on past experiences and other people's results also in the past can work either way. Do you see that? It can help us or it can harm us when it comes to forming a new belief and really nurturing it. It's helpful when it propels us forward, when it reminds us of our strength, when it validates our experience, when it provides something useful, like reminding us of what we've accomplished and what we're capable of. But that isn't always the case when we reach into the past because our mind doesn't automatically look for or deliver greatness. In fact, our mind is pretty driven to find the pain points, find anything that's unsettling or frustrating and deliver that first. And when we look at other people's results and we compare ourselves, that's not always a positive thing. What we're doing today is creating a new framework to move forward, to create a belief that grows deep and becomes a conviction so that we're not relying on other people or comparison and our life experience isn't created by the past and what we've proven that we're capable or incapable of. Creating belief, firmly held belief, also known as conviction. Does it sound fun? Does it take you back to your youth? Because back then you created a lot of belief on what was possible, how your life could look, and chances are you worked very hard to make it happen. Creating conviction, going beyond simple belief, going to deep or firmly held belief. Our mind continually looks for evidence on why we can, why we should, except we're creating something that doesn't exist and we don't have any evidence for where we want to go. Throughout this episode, I'm going to throw out a few things to know. That's what they're called. Here's the first thing to know. Number one, this is a path that hasn't been taken. You are a trailblazer. And most people don't choose to create a new path. They choose to go on the path that's known, well-established. So you may feel alone in creating new beliefs. The perfect reason to create conviction is because you want to. Because you want your life experience to expand in a certain direction because you can live and give at an extraordinary level. So if we're not relying on the past and we're not looking around, then we're going to have to go somewhere new to create these beliefs. And we are going into the future. We're going to create a place. We're going to anchor there. We're going to hold on to it and it will be in the future. So think about a belief, like any belief that you want to have that you don't have now. You can pick anything. It can be a belief on capability, be a belief on something tangible. You can pick anything. And you can do this as many times as you like. So picture that belief and picture what it makes possible. So if you have this belief, what becomes possible for you? And here's an example. The belief is, I will be part of a loving relationship. So we want to take that belief and we want to look at what becomes possible. Is it a relationship with a significant other or someone who will become a spouse? So what changes from that loving relationship? What changes in you and what changes for you? Here's another example. Creating a belief that I can wake up each day feeling peaceful. So what will that change in life by starting each day in a peaceful way? What does it open up? 
Here's another belief. I can help someone achieve their dream. So what does that translate into? Who? What's the dream? How do you help? Is it sending your child to college, like fully paying for it? Is it writing large donation checks? And who will that help or serve? So we want to know what's the product of the belief? What becomes real? What changes in your life or your work or changes around you or helps you become more physically capable of what? Or what changes your connections or the depth of your connections? That's what we want to start to see what the belief becomes. So the reason to create a conviction is to change your life experience. If you want to stay the same, then you have all the beliefs and convictions you need. They're in place. You're living them now. The new belief, the new conviction is for something to be different in your life. And again, that's what we've been exploring. What does different look like? What does it feel like when that belief is solid and becomes your reality? What does it feel like? How is your life going to be different? And what will your life feel like when it occurs, when you've arrived, when you're there, whatever that belief is? Do you see what we're doing? We're painting a picture of that future time and place. We're bringing it to life in our mind. We're seeing what the conviction creates, the result or the outcome, and we're making it real now. Thing to know number two, it's natural to have interruptions when we're trying to think in this way. Simply note them when they come up. Here's what an interruption can sound like. That's not realistic. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I should do this. What if I do something wrong? What, like, what if I donate to the wrong organization? Then what? Those are simply interruptions. Say hello, get back to work. The first Tony Robbins event that I attended, he walked us through visualization exercises. It was incredible. Like being in that state and so clearly seeing the future, seeing why it matters, seeing what we're working for, what we're trying to break through, the obstacles in the way, why we have to keep going. And that's when I saw her. She's four or five. She has brown hair. She's absolutely beautiful. And she was standing with her favorite stuffed animal and smiling. She's someone we love. Maybe she's our granddaughter. And what I could see so clearly is how everything we're doing now leads to being with her. She's the reason that we're growing our lives growing her father, building a legacy to change the trajectory of her life. And first and foremost, because we're spending time with her, like we're part of her everyday life. And she spends quality time with Craig. They have a donut tradition. They have story hour. She asks him to braid her hair. And every day he says, I don't think I'm very good at it. Do you see me reaching into the future and painting a clear picture of what freedom looks like? financial freedom and time freedom to create donut time and story hour with braided hair? What can I control? I can create deep belief that this is possible, that this is what the future holds, that these are exactly the reasons why we're doing what we're doing, to keep making decisions to create freedom and keep redirecting when disbelief tries to enter the picture and to create habits and consistently do them to stay in conviction or to build more conviction. I honor, I cannot control if or when she comes into our lives. That's not my place. The reason to create freedom is to create those experiences with others and for others 
with and for Craig, with and forever who, whoever we're spending time with, and for organizations that offer a safe space and routines that bring joy. So the conviction is in creating financial and time freedom with clarity on what that allows us to do. As you think about the conviction you want to create, what do you see? What does it translate into? What will you be able to offer or share or create or make possible for others? And if you don't know, because you likely won't, you haven't asked yourself these questions before in this way, then simply guess. Thing to know number three, you cannot fail. Many high achievers, that's us, we don't allow ourselves to dream because we could fail. And we could fail badly. That's what we tell ourselves. Here are some other things that we tell ourselves. We have to know how to do it. Like if we, we can't dream about it if we don't know how. Or we should have already done it. Or we fall into the trap of thinking it's too late, we're too old, it's going to take too long. So hold on a moment. We're writing a new chapter in the story of our lives. In this chapter, and really for the rest of your life, set it up so that you cannot fail. Decide today. Thing to know number four, discomfort is temporary. So the discomfort of allowing yourself to think bigger and imagine what it'll feel like and create a future without having the results, without knowing 100% that it's going to work out, that can be uncomfortable. But that discomfort is temporary because the conviction that you create is what will propel you to that future. Today, we are introducing the idea of possibility. And the possibility takes time. The conviction takes time to develop. Have you ever noticed that nobody gets off the couch from being in a sedentary lifestyle and then runs a marathon? It doesn't work that way. It's a process to go from no activity to marathon. And it may go like this. Developing an idea that maybe you can, and then purchasing some gear, and then start walking, jogging short intervals, and figuring out what comes next, both in terms of mindset and strategy. Developing convictions the same way. Introducing the idea that maybe you can, and then visualizing what it could look like when it becomes real. And here's the next step. Visualizing what it can feel like when your conviction becomes your reality and you've pictured life is different. What opens up? What are you able to do? And how does it feel? When you're in the place of conviction becoming your reality, how do you feel? When I'm with her, I feel peace, gratitude, humility that I've been chosen to be part of her life abundant love, and so much appreciation for doing all the things that it took to be there. And I feel joy to share the stories of her dad and her grandpa and what we've gone through, what we've overcome, and how much I love them. And I feel joy to share with her how much I love her mom. And I'm so thankful for her mom. Like it brings tears to my eyes. The belief that's been reinforced over time And seeing and feeling what that level of freedom brings. Courage to look ahead. Strength in relationships that haven't yet formed. Belief in myself to take the steps toward there. Loving in advance without evidence and without needing it that this is all waiting for me. 
and seeing her and smiling and feeling joy now and know that there's so much more of that in the future. Thing to know five, this type of thinking can overwhelm the mind. You may experience a lot of interruptions that sound like mine. Here's mine. You know, my son, he said he's never getting married and he's never having kids. Here's my response. That doesn't matter. He gets to choose his experience. And I get to set up my life in a way that I'm free and filled with love, courage, joy, strength, perseverance that's ready to share. So identify your interruptions, that, quote, realistic thinking, end quote, that your mind throws out as a defense mechanism and decide how you want to manage it. Do it once and then be done and move forward. So depth with belief is created through visualizing your life with the conviction realized and feeling now what you will feel then. And here's what you get to do. One, be in a place of trying on ideas and imagining and deciding if that's what you want. And if not, move on to the next one. And two, you get to evolve your belief, evolve your conviction and strengthen it over time. As it becomes more clear, it will become stronger. I was talking with a friend who shared that a seed has all the nutrients in it, at least enough to get it to sprout. And all it needs is some structure around it, some light and some water. That's it. Your visualization of the conviction, what it creates and how you feel, that's the seed. And it needs water. We're going to call that attention, reminders, looking after it. It needs structure. That means a space to be that's open and empty so it doesn't get pushed out or bullied out of the way. And it needs sunlight. And we're going to call that a practice of bringing it out and infusing energy into it. Something intentional to give it strength and remind us of the importance. Each seed has an amount of time that's necessary until you see the growth. Like until you see that first sprout coming out of the ground. So that's the early phase of belief. Before you see any results, believing that it's working, it's there, it's important, it's necessary, it's going to bear fruit. Early belief requires repetition, water regularly, structure, and sunlight. That's what leads to growth. And for us, that means the intentional practice of bringing out the belief spending time with it, noticing what's getting in the way, and building it up. A regular practice, staying consistent without any results. Because there's time, right? Between when you start and when the results come, there is time. And the results are not what validates the belief or creates the conviction. It's our practices that do. It's holding ourselves to the standard of looking ahead, visualizing in detail what's there, and committing to the practice to nurture it along. When the results come, that's a bonus. So going back to our seed, it emerges from the structure or the soil and has a sprout. And then to go from sprout to plant, it still needs structure, but now it needs soil. It needs water and sunlight. It also needs fertilizer and protection from the predators and a bigger space to be part of. And that's exactly what our conviction needs. Fertilizer. So what are you going to choose? Is it an infusion of new ideas or practices or reminders? Will you invite others into the experience to help you stretch and grow? Your conviction can only grow as much as the nutrients that support it. 
So choose what's going to fertilize and nurture your belief. The soil, that's the environment that you put yourself in. Your daily practices or habits that support or detract from the conviction you are working to create. Can you imagine if you took a new sprout and you planted it in mud and let's say it only needed a little bit of water? It's going to create one type of plant if it survives versus putting it in the right soil that's pH balanced and has the right combination of nutrients and the right amount of water. So consider the environment that you put yourself in and how that's going to nurture or detract from the conviction you're creating. Water, sunlight, that's attention and intention. And protection from predators, more important now that there's growth. It's mining your mind and identifying the threats. That's the thoughts that want to detract your attention from the belief or the conviction. Or it's the disbelief, it's the, quote, realistic thinking, end quote, that wants to crowd out your new beliefs. Protecting against predators also means mining your environment. The people around you, are they building with you? Are they detracting from your belief and conviction? Or are they somewhere in between? The depth of your belief is heavily influenced by the people you're around. So looking at the space, the deeper your belief, the more you're going to take action and bring it to life, which means creating the space for it. And that involves shifting your identity. You can't stay the same and create a new or different result. It's a matter of evolving how you think, how you spend your time, where you spend your time, and making sure that there's adequate space in your life for this new belief. Back when I first started my business, I worked full-time in a clinic one to two weekends a month as a hospitalist, and my business was last, and it really was a hobby for a few years. As I created more space, as I reached into the future and looked at what I wanted to create, and then creating space for it in the present time, that's when it became a business. Letting go of wasn't what wasn't working or what wasn't sustainable long-term, and then focusing on building the belief that this business is successful. Creating conviction, so similar to gardening. Reaching into the future with hope and optimism and seeing ourselves in that space in the future now. Feeling what it feels now and narrowing the distance in our mind between there and here so that we can set up the practices to really nurture and grow all the belief to get there. It's never just decide, decide what you're going to believe and then forget it and go back to it maybe in a year or so. It doesn't work that way. No belief forms that way. It's continually scanning the environment to make sure that you have all of the pieces, all the ones that we just talked about, to nurture and grow deep roots to the belief. Here's what's normal. The human tendency to stop believing when we don't have the results Or again, to go back to that realistic thinking or buying into the negative reminders of the past or telling ourselves it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. It's not realistic to think that I will have a granddaughter with brown hair who has donut time and story time with Craig and that I will genuinely and abundantly love a woman, her mom, that I don't know yet. It's not normal, right? I say that in air quotes, not normal. I don't want to be normal. I want to be unstoppable. You can see how conviction is a component of unstoppable. 
If I only stick to what I know how to do, then I'm likely leading a good life, but it halts when it comes to the unknown. It's limited by how much I can grow because I have to stick to what I know how to do. Let's go back to the components, the seed. That's the conviction you want to create. The soil is what you nurture the belief with to grow deeper. The space, what you're willing to give up to create this new belief. The water, sunlight, fertilizer, those are the regular practices to grow yourself and grow the belief. It'll be doing things you've never done and focusing on the future. And finally, protection from predators, the internal ones and the external ones. So those are the components for creating conviction. How you assemble them, what you use, the practices you create, those are unique to you and your journey. As you've heard in past episodes, it's never how, it's who you need to become. And for this journey, become someone who's a trailblazer, who moves forward despite the fear, doubt, and uncertainty. Become someone willing to ignore the interruptions and keep moving. Become someone who cannot fail and who is willing to experience discomfort for a higher purpose. And become someone willing to see and hold on to what the conviction creates. Conviction. It changes your life now. It leads to a significant life change in the future. And who you become along the way is the best version of yourself. Someone who is capable of truly creating anything that you want in life. That is unstoppable. I'm sending so much love and support for the deep belief known as conviction that you want to create. And I'll see you next time. Be clear on who you serve in your business, the value you provide, and the message you're sending. I help physicians launch or grow a business with the only two things that they need, mindset and marketing. Schedule a call at georgemdcoaching.com. I'd love to work with you.